All right, so here we are now, and today I'd like to talk a little bit about high-level functioning. And we can go into some of the details, some of the dynamics, some of the things that are going on, and I hope this can help you understand what it means to function and what it means to function with productivity. This is something I'm so interested in. This is something I think a lot about. I think this is so important for our lives, for how it is that we get done the things we want to get done. So to give a bit of a description of high-level functioning, high-level functioning is productive. It's flow. It's, in many ways, easy. It's efficient. When you're functioning on a high level, it's actually easy. You're getting things done without a struggle, without pain, without hurt, without resistance. There's a, there's a flow to it. And it's efficient in that you go directly for it and the outcome is right there. Now, one way of looking at this is to say, okay, say we have one person and they do a number of things in a day. And then we get someone else to come along and say, could you do those same number of things in the day? Now, depending on where they're at, you might say, no, that's too many things. How did you do so much, right? If I got halfway through that list, I would feel really tired. I would need to have a nap. I'd need to have maybe the rest of the day off just to recover because it's so many things, because it's so taxing on me physically or mentally or emotionally. Other people might come along and say, now that's a walk in a park. That's like an easy day for me. That's like a half day for me. I could do all those things and then do a whole bunch more, right? Now, of course, it is up to you individually. It is up to you to see where you're at, to do what is right by you. And the way you gauge that is by how you feel about it. Now, this, don't get me wrong, can this can easily be turned into... I don't feel like doing it, so I'm not going to do it. It's very much the trap of understanding high-level functioning. When you have high-level functioning, actually, that's when you do something even when you don't feel like doing it. When something is hard to do, when there is a resistance and you have high-level functioning, you realize, no, I actually do need to do this. I need to get up in spite of my feelings. Now, in that circumstance, you're going to be functioning under a kind of stress, under a kind of hurt, under a kind of weight. And that means that, well, it's hard going, which is in contradiction to what we said earlier about high-level functioning being in flow, being in an easiness. And the thing is that when you do actually assert yourself onto a different difficult circumstance, you learn from it. You ask yourself, now, why is it that I was in this difficult circumstance? Why was it that I experienced so much resistance? And then you learn from it and you consciously work out how you can do that thing again without that resistance, without that pain, without that weight. Now, Sometimes the example is very much straight ahead and obvious, right? If you turn up to work when you're hungover because you were drinking, that is a very painful, very difficult, very 
stressful thing to do, right? Working when you're hungover or working when you're drunk, that is just like, ah, that is the worst thing. It's a nightmare, right? Now, in that situation, you would learn the lesson. You would say, if you you were into high-functioning, high-level functioning, then you would say, that that was a terrible situation. I need to learn from it and I need to never do that again. So I'm going to make sure I don't drink before work. And really, you can give up drinking altogether for that reason. That's like, you know, getting a, a, a big lesson out of it, right? If you learn a lot from a little, then when you try to work while you're hungover and you realize the pain, then you would say, okay, I'm not going to drink ever again because I need to be productive. It's not worth it. Now, let's look at another one. This one's a little bit more tricky and this one's a little bit more interesting. When you drink a coffee, the caffeine gives you energy. So this is where it starts to become a little bit more murky because in the case of the hangover and the pain in the next day or the next couple of days, then You can say, well, that's not worth it. But in the case of coffee, you might say, okay, well, I drank a coffee in the morning and I was really productive. I was really high level functioning. I was able to get a lot done because of that energy. But then in the afternoon, I had a crash. I had a a headache. I had a come down from that. And that meant I was less productive. And that's where we get to another key component of high level functioning. High level functioning is not just flow. It is not just efficient. It is not just based on feeling. It is consistent. So high-level functioning takes into account the, the whole day, the whole 24 hours, and not just the 24 hours, but the week, the month, the years. How can you be efficient and really work away with a clear flow and a productive feeling for week on week on week. Is it sustainable? Now, depending on what it is that you're working on, you might say, okay, I've been trying to work this way for weeks and months, and it's not working for me. I'm still under stress. I'm still under hurt. So as it turns out, I have to decide that I can't do that. I can't do that job. I can't do that work. So I'm going to work on something else. I'm going to do something else. And that is very much how we are decided to, how we decide to do many of the things in our lives. That is how we decide to work on certain projects, right? We get frustrated with them. And some of these big projects, right? Now, say you have a big project, like you want to make a movie or you want to write a book or you want to do an album, right? You want to release an album of music. These sort of projects are exactly stressful because of the timeline, because you can't quit halfway through, right? When you've written half the book, you have to finish the book. It's the same with doing a degree at university, right? You are in this thing and you can't quit because you haven't completed. So you have to keep going And that's where the stress begins. That's where the pain comes in. And really, that's where the learning should occur. That is your call to become high functioning. That is your call to address your resistance, your pain, your stress, your inefficiency, 
and to look at things like, well, is it because you're drinking coffee? Is it because you have too much of an up and down? Is it because you don't have that consistency? And if you really experiment with this, then you would say, okay, I need to actually change things around. I need to change my approach. Yes, coffee is giving me a good kick in the morning, but what is it doing for my evening? And I need to be intelligent in it that, okay, if I quit coffee, I might have withdrawals. I might have headaches for a week. But after that, I need to think long term. And I can assure you it is perfectly possible to function without coffee. That is a very big one. I mean, coffee is is one of those things that in so many ways drives our behaviors. It's a very it's a very sinister sort of substance and Maybe we can have a whole conversation just on coffee. But to leave that aside for the moment, just take a look at this high functioning, high level functioning, which is that you want to be consistent. Now, to expand on efficiency a little bit, take two two cases or two sort of stories. Guy goes into work and he's working in an office. Let's say he's working in an office. He picks up some papers to do, puts them on his table. He then runs an errand to someone else's office. He then goes to a meeting and finds out some of the things that he needs to do. And then he goes back to his desks and he finds out that he's got the wrong papers. So he has to go back again. And then he goes and photocopies the right papers, but then realizes he's photocopied the wrong papers and then realizes that he's actually forgotten one of the papers, so he goes and gives it to the person who he had to give it to, and then he realizes that he didn't take a certain note in the meeting, so he has to go back and review the meeting notes, and he sort of comes into this sort of place where every direction he goes, it's like a wrong step. He either forgets something, or something goes wrong, or he has to about turn, and he's, he's sort of doing nothing. Right, This person who's working in this office, there's no productivity. There's no efficiency at all and and everything's going wrong. And if, if he was to stop and to take a real good assessment of where he's at, he would actually have to say, I need to backtrack a bit. So it's not, it's not just that he's not being productive. It's actually that he's being counterproductive. It's actually that he's taking steps backwards. And for him to be going in the right direction... He needs to have a complete about turn. Now, that's one sort of case. Take now the opposite of this. The guy goes into work and he puts the meeting, he puts the papers on the table and he goes to the meeting and takes all of the notes. He gives the right papers to the right person so he doesn't have to then go back later and add that paper that the first guy forgot. He doesn't have to then go back to the meeting to get that extra note. He then photocopies the right papers. He then fills out the form correctly, right? There is the the quintessential idea or the quintessential picture of high-functioning, high-level functioning or highly functional productivity, right? And this... This, when you can see this, it's a world of difference. If you're like an office manager, if you have a team in an office, you can really see this. This is what a good manager does. 
They can see what's going on. Now, the response to this on a manager level is <laughs> not necessarily to just fire the person <laughs> who's inefficient, right? There might be any number of reasons why they are that way. And I believe, really, when everyone's given the chance, they can become productive. And you might even say that people become counterproductive because they don't know what to do. They don't have a clear direction. And that's where leadership comes into it, right? But a manager who can see the difference between a productive person and a counterproductive person is a high-functioning manager. That's a high-level functioning manager. They can see that and they can see the difference and they're working with it. They're making it explicit. They're really making sure that everyone knows what the difference is and how it works. Now, here's another level to high functioning level, high level functioning, high, highly productive functioning, which is you can say, okay, you're, you're productive in the office, but why are you working in an office? What is the end game of doing that job? Why would you work in there in the first place? What does, it, what does it achieve ultimately? And this is another one of our key points for high-level functioning, which is that you work on things that are meaningful, things that are deep, things that have passion to you, things that have significance to you, things that really bring a juice of life. And this actually ties back in with the feeling of work. It is the feeling that is driving you. And as the old saying goes, when you really feel passionate about something, then it's easy to work on. Now, another thing I'll add to this is that in any environment and any work, there is always an element of inefficiency. There's always an element of things going wrong. So it's not necessarily the person's responsibility, right? It might be just that things are going wrong because things do go wrong that are out of people's control. So it's not entirely fair to <laughs> sort of judge on, you know, the, the sort of to stay with the office uh <laughs> to stay with the office analogy this would be like the guy who gets called into the manager's manager's office and they say okay I'm sorry we have to let you go because you're not you're not efficient you're not being productive and the guy goes well I I can't be productive when I'm working with such idiots and that might be the case, right? If you're in an environment or a team where everyone's working against you, then it's very much difficult to actually get your stride and get your flow. And it might be that that person is very productive and yet they've got all the things working against them. So that's, that's another sort of level to this. That's another sort of side to this. But to sort of get back to this deeper point, which is that it is important what you work on. It is important that you take the time to think about what is important. And high-level functioning involves that meta process. It involves self-reflection. Anyone who's into high-level functioning specifically sets aside time 
for them to work out exactly what it is that they want to work on. Now, people who really do this year after year after year and people who get to what we could say a a super level of success or a super level of functioning, they are sort of forced into this acute awareness of what's important because they have so many options. When you have, you know, oodles of money or fame or success or functionality or skill, then there's going to be a wide range of options, right? There's only so much you can do. You're going to have offers coming to you. You're going to have projects. You're going to want, people are going to want to collaborate with you, right? So high level functioning is like looking at all of this and saying, okay, how do I choose what to work on? That is, that is a high level skill, this choice of what to work on. A lot of the time, we only work on things because, well, we have the energy and we're, we're easily propelled to it, right? We're only working in an office because we somehow found our way into that environment and we just drank a coffee. That's really the mechanisms at work. It's just the environment and the chemical, and then we go, right? It's, it's almost like we're a, a wind-up bunny just set off, right? We're, we're that unconscious, to be a high, to be highly le- a high level functioning person, it's like you have you have to stop and really say, well, what are my options? What else can I work on? And in many ways, that's a big leap to make because it does require creativity. It does require inventiveness. It does require really deciding for yourself what it is you want to make, what you want to do, and. All of that does depend on skills, right? That depends on interests. So there is a lot to it. And one of the ways in which you can get to this high level functioning place is to actually sort of open up your options and say, well, how many options do I really have? How many options can I really work for? So that would be something as simple as just applying for other jobs, right? If you've got a, if you've got a job, well, that's fine. Just apply for some others and see what your options really are. Look for a transfer. And maybe you just want to keep it on the down low. You know, you don't want to lose your, lose what you've got if that's how you're feeling. And if you get nothing, then you've lost nothing. Well, actually, you haven't even lost something. You've found that, well, you have less options on that level. On a different level, you have many options. Maybe on the creative, on the venture side of things, then that's another a level, right? So to think of, well, maybe I can start a side hustle. Maybe I can start a creative project. How do I do that outside of work, right? That's going to involve your functioning. That's, that's going to involve you confronting this feeling of, okay, so I've got my job and yet I have this idea for this creative project. How do I find time for that? Well, I need to wake up earlier or work later, work on it outside of work hours. And that's going to involve doing work when you're tired, which gets back to the original point that we made of working in spite of not wanting to, working in spite of the feeling. So that's a little bit about high-level functioning and 
It does take time. It takes practice. It takes awareness. It's a long, long trek. And in some ways, the super successful people have an advantage because they have so many options, because they have people supporting them, because they're in positions of power. But at least we can work with some of these metrics, work with flow, work with efficiency. Wherever you are, don't be that guy in the office that forgets the piece of paper and photocopies the wrong side of the paper and needs to go back to get meeting notes. Don't be that guy. Just be efficient. It's so much easier to be efficient, to be clear. And really, that gets to the deeper point about what we always talk about here, which is doing things with presence, being aware, being conscious, being meditative, right? A meditative practice will work wonders for your high level functioning and just your functioning in general. And that's why we go on and on about meditation and psychology on this channel. Thanks very much for tuning in. Hope you're having a good day. Please do leave me your comments, subscribe, Click the like button. I would appreciate that very much. And we'll be back soon with more.